Welcome to Men Talk Mental Health. I am Vinance and with me as always is Ayush and today we share our bitter sweet victories. About six years ago, um, I ended up getting married, and I committed myself to this one person that I thought I would spend the rest of my life with. We used to joke that I would, you know, we would spend seven lifetimes together, which is a reference to Indian culture. About three, two and a half years ago, actually three years ago, uh, we were getting ready to welcome our daughter, and we went through the last six years with all these plans we worked hard we lived on different continents we fought through challenges tribulations and trials that we never expected and all of that we did you know being partners to each other in the best way possible and i found out that i was going to be a father the first thing i did was be afraid of what was to come next but apart from that uh, the next thing i did after being extremely afraid and then finally calming down was uh, to obviously be excited and decide that I wanted to be a uh, involved father I wanted to be there every step of the way for every single thing and the job that I had at the time didn't allow me to do that so I left that job and looked for one I ended up finding one that I didn't know what to expect from but I that I enjoyed and I set myself a goal saying 5 years from now this is where I want to be I walked into that interview saying this is where I want to be in 5 years. 3 years have passed and here I am. I've achieved that goal. Now in the process of achieving the goal, I've lost some things along the way. It's hard to explain how amazing it feels to get to this point in my career, to reach a place that I've wanted to reach that I've been trying to reach for a while. I set my sights on this goal. I've always been somebody who plans and wants to be successful obviously. I'm ambitious for sure, but I've also had to sacrifice so much. I never once expected that I would do it in 3, but the kind of person I am, I wanted to do it as quickly as I could. So it feels amazing. Anybody who's made a long-term plan and then been able to achieve it completely understands how amazing this feels when you finally get to the top of the mountain that you've been trying to climb. regardless of the setbacks that you faced right but the saddest part of it all is that along the way i lost that partner so this moment feels in some ways really hollow really sad i can't even think of the word it's just as much as i want to pride myself in what i've achieved i want to share it with the person who i set out on this journey with the person who supported me through all of this time the person who i want to celebrate with but the person isn't here or rather the person doesn't want to be here whatever the reason it doesn't matter because what i want is to 
celebrate with this person. The culmination of all this effort, of all these energies that we've expended, of all the late nights of planning and all the stress and anxiety and worry. And it's it's difficult to come to terms with the fact that I'm left to do this by myself. So here I stand, having achieved something that I wanted to achieve, unable to share it with the person I want to share it with. And I'm kind of left wondering, what, like, where do I go from here? How do I, how do I move forward? And it's, it's really bittersweet. I mean, that's why bittersweet victories, because I really don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, I acknowledge, I empathize, I understand. I know what it feels like. In my last relationship, the last conversation that I had with my partner, the last conversation as a couple, I asked her, I joked about it. I said, uh, do you have any feedback for me? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she said, um, well, I think you should invest in yourself. And I agreed, but I did not know what and how. I did not know how I should go about this. And it's, it took almost two years to arrive at that point. And it's actually thanks to mental health struggles that I arrived at that point where I realized, okay, these are the areas where I need to invest in. And anxiety was the, was the big factor. And then of course I went into therapy I learned so much about myself. I worked on myself. I did so much of learning even beyond therapy and introspection and deep diving and improving on so many fronts that now I know what it means to invest in myself and I know what it means to sort of become a better person. And I'm definitely a better partner uh, now more than more than I was back then. I think I would make for a better partner, for sure. Um, but the sad bit is that the person who seeded this idea of investing into myself, of uh, getting into the therapy, is at the peripheries of my life now. We no more hold that space anymore. I cannot uh, share these victories, these triumphs, these wins it's it's something that I have to celebrate with myself and uh, she's the reason why the journey eventually sort of took place but uh, yeah it's it's bittersweet I think not all victories are uh, like in the movies you know and there is a tinge of sadness at the end of the day we are all emotive beings I mean that's what humans are that's what makes us unique I think is the fact that we are able to acknowledge our emotions and it's so difficult sometimes to separate your emotions from how you feel versus how you should feel versus how you want to feel and that is what can make a great victory so undervalued sometimes in your state of mind it's really difficult, honestly, to be able to 
really accept what you have done and then accept this the place that you're in simply because your emotions tell you otherwise even though they should be telling you one thing so you have this happiness of finding something that you've been fighting for for so long and then on the flip side of it uh you're just unable to accept that you have to you've done it but also the person you want to share it with is not there and this doesn't necessarily mean it's only relationship based right because it could be a promise you made to a parent who's no longer with us it could be a grandparent it it applies to so many different forms of loss because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day the loss of that person that you started the journey for or with i mean at the end of the day you started the journey for yourself but very often we do things for other people or with the inspiration of other people who mean something to us and when they're no longer there it's hard to accept that but getting to a place of acceptance is key because otherwise you're never going to be able to give yourself credit for the things that you've achieved and like you my journey was forced upon me um through a relationship but also what differentiates us is that i was like thrown into it i was blindsided by it i didn't even know it was a journey you know i just got like boom you don't see what's coming blindsided and i didn't i had no clue and we've talked about this multiple times about having an end goal talking about how thinking about the end of the journey is what gives you more anxiety and sometimes all you can do is take a look at the 10 steps in front of you and just get through those 10 steps and i always told you that i'm always the kind of person who envisions the winning moment and plays that over and over again that's how i deal with my pressures but i've also learned so much from your story of how your travel uh your travels and your experience of travels about how sometimes you don't have to envision the final step all you have to do is just look at the steps that are right in front of you and take those first and the journey will automatically reveal itself as you keep going and that's a great way to understand acceptance and doing that kind of taking that one step at a time allows you to slowly but surely accept yourself and give yourself credit for what you have achieved regardless because at the end of the day your achievement is still an achievement even if you can't share it with the person that you want to share it with accepting that something has ended accepting what you have done acceptance is key here and once you can find acceptance you will be able to grow you'll be able to accept and understand and overcome your own shortcomings uh you'll be able to deal with your own addictions and that's the biggest thing with addictions right you have to first accept that you have one uh mental health is very similar in that respect because you have to accept that you have a mental health issue you have to accept what your issues are with regards to mental health whatever they may be and maybe issues not the right word i'm maybe i'm not being very pc but that's just how i'm describing it in my emotional state in order to get through your journey you really have to be able to accept and the role of acceptance is something that most people will negate or forget or just pass by they'll think that of course i'm accepting it but it's very easy to blame so many other people along the way and not blame yourself or not accept responsibility and be accountable for yourself and the mental health process and the mental health journey is a bittersweet victory in its own right because you're constantly being thrown for a loop you're constantly taking one step forward two step backwards kind of situations where you'll make a breakthrough on something 
only to find that there's actually a whole new problem that you never knew before because you've solved this one, but now a new one has arrived. And then you have to sort through that. And then you're like, oh wait, but actually, no, this person caused that problem or that's because of my childhood or but that's because of my this. And it's so easy to be like, oh yeah, it's not me, it's that. But it is you. Yes, we are products of our environment. Yes, we are products of our childhood. Yes, we are products of nature versus nurture and all of that. But at the end of the day, you are still you. You are an adult. You are living your life right now. Your victories are yours to own and celebrate and your choices are yours to live by. Whatever they may be, acceptance is key. You have to accept responsibility for the things you do. Pat yourself on the back when you've done well because you've earned it. Nobody else has. And when you mess up or you have difficulties, don't be hard on yourself. Accept that you're a human being. It's okay. It's all about how we get up once we fall because everybody falls. I just think that it's really easy to forget how important it is to accept whatever it is that's coming your way. And that's why this victory for me feels bittersweet because I'm unable to accept at some level that I can't share it with this person. But I can also realize and I can see that I'm not accepting it. I'm cognizant of it. And that's what's helping me work through it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you completely. And going back to the point about accepting mental illness. Yeah, that is the first step. Or accepting any challenge, you know, difficulty, frame of mind. It is the first step, but it's also important to remind yourself that you are not the problem in the sense that you are not only defined by your mental illness or your challenge or your problem you know it is an aspect of your life right now or back then and you definitely have to take full accountability and work on it but it is not all of you there are other facets to your life to your personality to your being and yes, the environment and external factors do play a big role. They play a huge role at times and, and very often. But how you respond to it really matters. And this goes back to something that, uh, so you introduced me to stoicism, you know, as a philosophy very early on in the pandemic. And uh, well, I, one of the teachings is that, and I'm not just gonna say it exactly like the the quote is and I can't remember whose quote it is exactly but it's one of the stoic greats which is whatever situation you are in just treat it like it was always meant to be like that and accept it and take it from there you know the the more resistance that you have the more you ask yourself why am I in this situation what have I done to deserve this etc it's fine in the beginning to go through that process you know I think it's absolutely fine I think it's natural I think it's human but after a point you have the choice to respond in a particular way and you could respond by getting help you could respond by drawing boundaries you could respond by stepping away moving away from the factor that is causing harm and destruction and mind you sometimes it's not easy 
to move away from people or situations that are causing you harm you know i mean your rational mind is like yeah okay this is this is this is destroying me this is absolute pain and suffering and misery but you're still in that situation sometimes it's sort of a codependency it takes a lot of courage to to finally make that step out yeah so i think it's important to accept but know that it's whatever the shortcoming is or whatever the struggle is whatever the challenge is whatever the mental illness is is that it's it's a it's a it's a part of you it's not all of you there is probably not much that we we've said on in the past that is more true than that statement i think mental illness is does not define you unless you let it and i know that's the that's the thing with mental illness right it's how do you differentiate how do you how do you yourself differentiate yourself from it and it's that's what makes it so difficult sometimes but there are resources there's help and there is a lot that you can do to be the difference uh and it's not easy it's definitely not easy but use all the resources you can and take all the help you can and i think there are many examples that you can find throughout life books stories of other humans who've been able to overcome it and going back to something i can remember myself i think is you finance i think you at the beginning of the pandemic had a situation where you were laid off in a difficult time when we had no clue what was going to happen um it was an unprecedented situation and you had to kind of start your life from scratch making huge big difficult decisions and you were completely impacted by all these things that were out of your control but you were able to you were able to come through it and here you are today on the podcast yeah. with me in a much different mm-hmm. state but i think it's it's something that you did so amazingly well and i think uh this is a great example for everyone to hear yeah it was tough it's definitely tough i have spoken about it in the previous episodes but uh yeah i got laid off pretty early on in the pandemic and uh it was a sh- it was a shock layoff i think uh there's a part of me that say sort of saying you know is it is it going to be me is it you know wondering and then the the email came through and yeah i remember just breaking down because the email didn't really say i was getting laid off but it said that there's going to be a call the next day and and it was uh, it was sad and it broke my heart because not so much about the job i liked what i did there was no doubt about it but it was about letting go of all those people those friendships those relationships that i built over 3 years really you know you know me man i kind of give my work everything that i have all of me it's never half it's always the full version of myself at my workplace and uh, i met some amazing people and i think the sadness was that i i don't get to work with them speak I mean I can't speak to them obviously but you know it's never going to be the same and and over time you know going back into the job market it was a very difficult job market because of the millions of people that were laid off all I got for like 7 months were rejections and I know I got I got laid off not because of my performance but because of 
because of uh, the pandemic and its effect on on business but after a point you know there's a little thing in your head and you start asking yourself hey man you know maybe maybe you were not like good enough for you know uh these little things that start creeping in and you know when the rejections come in through the job interview process then that 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 voice gets a little louder and i realize that okay you know what i need to go back to the drawing board and uh I definitely needed to upskill. I was aware of that. I started slowly upskilling. I started working for free. I technically was interning and an unpaid internship after 13 years of being a professional of paid work. I reached this point after the last rejection. I think that the last rejection which was in the beginning of Jan. I was like, "Okay, man, I'm done." <laughs> Nobody's going to reject me again because I'm not going to apply. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, self-doubt is real. Yeah, and uh no, absolutely. And then I started with the unpaid internship which is also part of the upskilling process and then from there I went on to a sort of a paid module and and then got on to a short-term retainer and and then eventually now I'm an independent marketing consultant with with a client on a retainer and you know and I'm I'm probably not going to go back to a job for a while now <laughs> because I think I've found th- in a way thanks to all that rejection I've I found something that is very fulfilling but um yeah it's um although like I would say this feels like a good time and this is definitely a victorious time in many ways I don't have those those people around me to celebrate it with those colleagues and friends who had become a part of my life and you know we were we were winning things together and uh, you know after sort of the lowest part of my life lowest part of my career I would also say I'm victorious now but I'm I'm victorious in a very solitary fashion I do have my close friends and my family and you who've who celebrated my wins but definitely it's uh there's still a there's a still a sense of loneliness to it and uh but it's sweet for sure because the victories have come after a a lot of a lot of pain and suffering it's like always man our stories are so parallel and you know just as well as i do that we've been through the last 18 months in a similar fashion victories have come but they've been very very hard fought we've been bombarded from all sides with all sorts of issues mental health has been only one of them but there have been so many others but it takes me back to the idea we were talking about a few minutes ago about acceptance and there was no way you were going to move forward without accepting your situation and i i know that point came at some point because you resisted it initially and eventually it just became something that just became part of you and i know you've seen it in me as well uh recently there's an acceptance of what your situation is and there's almost a fuck it attitude to it after a certain point 
but that fucked attitude is part of the grieving process of acceptance and it's part of letting go of some of that past uh emotions past some of those past feelings and it allows you to step forward and step ahead and it's important to remain humble in all those experiences because the journey you've been through does humble you constantly it it destroys your ego it makes you face self doubt it makes you question yourself which is why people keep talking about this idea of i've discovered myself or i've had a had a journey that has taught me so much about myself because that's what it's done right over the last 18 months you've you got laid off and you've come to a whole different place yes it's better sweet but the pandemic is technically still on and you know what had the pandemic disappeared completely would you necessarily be feeling the same way maybe not maybe you would who knows you know i, I it's it's a branch we don't know it's a branch of life that we don't know what would have happened happened if you had traveled on and that's constantly another part of of i think our mental states that we agonize about constantly is the what ifs of life of what if we had done this at that point or what if we had done that what would that branch of our life tree look like and where would we be standing now if it weren't for that but to not go too deep into that tangent i think in the process of what you were able to do you were able to find acceptance of your situation you were able to find acceptance of where you were and what was blocking you from moving forward upskill is something you mentioned um i know you you changed tactics in the way you were approaching jobs you used the things that you knew would help you move forward and you were able to change your perspective and have perspective as well and all of that only came because of you being able to accept where you were first and foremost because you don't get to reinvent yourself and restart your life without accepting that that is required in the first place hmm. if you think a life is going just fine why would you do anything you wouldn't change it right it makes no sense why would you go about a journey to change yourself if you think everything is hunky dory yeah so the problem is a lot of people will not accept it because they are blaming everything else but yourself and i'm not saying blame is the right word here but you're just not willing to to take on the responsibility of you are the one who has to change your own life and you were able to do it you did it fantastically i mean right now if i were to say it you're balling bro i mean <laughs> you're i mean you're you're you know you you get to go out uh for mini vacations and you get you're able to spend on yourself and you're able to treat yourself to well deserved well earned time that you've earned based on the hard work that you've put in and even that was a process that you were able to get through acceptance which was being able to accept that it's okay to spend on myself a little bit to spend because i've earned it i deserve it to some extent and that's a, a huge step for someone like you and someone like me where to treat ourselves when we are in a negative situation is difficult because it's it's easy for us to be hard on ourselves and i think mm. it's easy for most people to be hard on themselves but sometimes you have to remember that you need a break too so give yourself a break in in retrospect i think that there is a lot of sadness to a lot of the victories for different reasons but we have to keep pushing forward we have to keep driving forward otherwise we it's very easy to just give up and quit and then what we're left with nothing we're left standing nowhere if everybody decides to quit then where do you go from there right i never had that choice i have a daughter that i have to keep fighting for 
and honestly i don't want to quit and neither did you regardless of the fact that you said you know what no one's going to reject me because i ain't applying anymore <laughs> you stuck to that technically but you are still working you have a job you reinvented yourself and you were able to keep pushing on you were able to keep driving forward i mean we referenced how stories are not like the movies but i can't think i mean i can think of a famous line from a famous movie uh i think it was silvestre stallone and rocky that says it's not about uh how many punches you can take uh but it it's about how many punches you can take take and keep punching back and uh it's it's true everybody gets punched a lot just not literally sometimes you get punched like literally to i guess if you're an mma fighter or something like that but regardless you got to keep punching back you got to keep moving forward and it doesn't matter how many bumps in the road come it doesn't matter how often you feel let down or you feel broken keep setting those goals keep looking for the new victories keep looking for the next victory even if it feels too far away even if it feels like you may not get there just set it set the goal board create a vision board just keep your sights forward don't get in, in the space of reminiscing on the past and trying to agonize about what could have been done better because you can't do it better in the past but you can do it better in the future and you can definitely do it better in the present so stay in the present you know keep taking those steps because bumps will keep coming and no matter what you do if you can accept your situation you like when anson like me will be able to rise from the ashes once again like a phoenix the big shift for me personally was to move from a victim mindset to that of i will take charge i will accept and i will respond and i will take charge one way of looking at it is 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 a uh, a fixed mindset to a growth mindset that was like the the big shift but when i look at like the previous versions of myself definitely something that i've learned from my surroundings and the people around me is uh is to be a victim to your circumstances and then kind of like leave it at that and you know you think okay you know what that's this just happened to me and you know and then there's a little bit of uh self pity and asking for pity from people around you which is also you know um i think i think i i used to do it because there was a little bit of that you know that little bit of that attention that you get also through like being a victim but when you change that narrative in your head to that of being the the protagonist the hero of your story it it makes a huge difference and and when you then become the hero of this story when you are the action doer you're changing your mindset to that of growth to that of moving forward and uh, going back to what you said earlier i think acceptance is the first step i think even just before acceptance is awareness so awareness acceptance and then acting upon it in a way which is good for yourself 
not causing anyone else harm but which is good for yourself that's i believe that's the way i think that's that's the way to sort of i think maybe could be the blueprint for dealing with any difficulty in our lives yeah it's that sounds like a great bl- blueprint and i think we both acknowledge that everybody's situations are different and that blueprint may apply to you differently but it's just one way to go ahead and try to change the circumstances in your life if that's what you want to do that's what you feel like you need needs to be done but that being said this has been uh, a great episode i think emotional for the both of us and uh, hopefully you guys feel the same moving forward we have a uh, a great epi- great bunch of episodes coming coming up over the next few weeks and uh, we are so thankful for all the support and love that we we have received from all our listeners thank you for being on the journey with us please continue to give us your feedback and any opinions that you have i have not deleted any emails from the inbox i promise we listen and read to every single one and we incorporate all the feedback that we get wherever it comes from and we do our best so thank you so much but for now we're going to let this one go here's reese with the men talk mental health soundtrack so next up uh, maybe we should do an episode on emotional intelligence what do you think um i think there's some time for that i will definitely get to it yeah how about i was thinking about toxicity and toxic people that's something i really want to cover very important very important i don't know if it's the next one though what about anger because you know anger yeah 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 soon i think anger is soon i think the next one what should the next one be um you want to do an episode on family and being a caregiver yeah let's do that i think it's a a very pertinent part of my life right now and definitely is and was a pertinent part of your life i think being a caretaker to people with mental illness or any other kind of challenges is not easy and it kind of takes a toll on the caregiver itself and i don't think it's spoken about enough okay so emotional intelligence it is <laughs> uh, all right caregivers caregivers that's the next one